You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking design just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. Hey, ready when you are, brother. All right, we're gonna do it. Ooh, Brad, Trina said you should join her in training for this marathon. Man. Yo, what's happening with what's happening? Welcome to What's Happening. I'm Brad. <laughs> I'm Fred. It's the show we talk about what's happening. What's happening with you, bro? Hey, I'm chilling, chilling, feeling pretty productive today. I got four oil changes done, four car washes, so shit, I'm straight. Man, you gotta be tired. As soon as we finish recording, you gonna fall asleep in that chair. Nope, ain't did no work for the day, so I gotta do actual work, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it, man. Yeah, I, I just... You know, I had my uh, my work trip to the other side of the state this past weekend. Man, it was smooth. And then today, I'm uh, I'm the way I do it on my Mondays is I navigate my way back home. Uh, and then I'm like, oh man, I need some gas. Get to the gas station. I just proactively just get out, push the little gas tank in. That's usually gonna pop it out. That joint don't move. I'm like, oh, it must be a button. I must not see it. I go and I look. And I don't see no button. So I'm like, well, maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't press the button the right way, right? Like, go in. I, I push that button, right? It, mm-hmm. it ain't. It ain't there. I'm like, well, let me go look again, bro. I got my hands on the steering wheel. I, I'm looking all around. I'm looking by the seat, see if the if the little gas tank trigger is like under the driver's seat, like it be. They ain't there. I popped open the trunk. Like maybe I just don't know this because it's a Kia. You know what I'm saying? I'm like. Mm don't it don't work right i go i pull out the manual i'm trying to figure out okay it must be something tricky and i'm just not being smart right don't see nothing in there i pull out a youtube i hit youtube and i say how to open the gas tank on the k5 (laughs) and i and i feel i feel dense at this point in my life right Right. and um and it's like yeah and and it's a you you know people make youtube videos and everything youtube video says simply just press the push the button in and it'll pop right open and i'm like okay i'm not tripping and i go and i push the pop and it don't pop and i push again and it don't and i try (laughs) i try the other side of it i push i try the top i try the bottom i push 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 nothing happens so i'm like okay good thing i didn't wait till i was all the way on e (laughs) <laughs> let me go find the nearest enterprise real quick and fortunately there was one nearby and i'm just like i walked in and told the guy like yo unless i'm just not a smart person unless i'm just not a smart person there's no way uh that this gas tank is opening and the dude comes out and he's like well usually you just have to push it he pushes it it don't open he go look at it, try to find a button. You know, I mean, he pop over the truck. I'm like, I, I've been there, done that, bro. I watched a YouTube video and everything. Like, it, it just don't work. Like, this is crazy. So that was the most hectic part of my day. Outside of that, I've just been popping in and out all day, man. 
Um, like I said, making my way home from Grand Rapids, stopped in Lansing, did some business out there, made my way closer to home, got home, man, took the kids, had to run and go to Costco, do some things, then took a little bit, a little minute to breathe, had some Jamaican for dinner tonight, mm. had some jerk chicken, it was fantastic, and so- then... And then here we are. And so for those of you that are listening, those of you that are live watching us on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, thank you. Welcome to what's happening. Hello to all my friends in the comments talking to me. I try to not look at the comments so I can focus so y'all forgive me. What I up, Brittany? Y'all. I appreciate all y'all too. Um, if, my, if, if my audio quality is not great on this episode, it is because the whole story where I told y'all about the car, that I had to go switch the car. I have a dongle that I use to plug up my camera, my headset. I use a separate microphone that's got better quality and all sorts of other stuff. I left that dongle in that rental car in in Grand Rapids. So I'm using the actual microphone on this headset this week. It's not great. Y'all forgive me if I sound terrible. I get another dongle tomorrow. It'll be all good. (laughs) Man, so... Man, it's a lot of stuff going on in the world, man, and I just, I just, I happen to notice that there's a lot of good news out there, man, related to a whole lot of other stuff. So, man, positive vibes only. Let's, let's, let's get into it. What you think? I'm with it. So I know I sent you a bunch of, a whole bunch of stuff. I think I sent you like nine articles. How many did you have a chance to go through? What'd you see? Uh, I mean, I just kind of tapped on a little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying, skimmed through it. Uh, it you know what I mean, like the, the one where uh, Luke responded, you know what I'm saying, to the gentleman, I, you know, that his wife was recording him. It was a TikTok, I think he sent me. Yeah, His wife yes. was recording him, and he ended up uh, passing away after singing that song that she recorded. That was yes. kind of wild. Yeah, the lady had, there's a lady on TikTok. I saw this uh, a couple nights ago. Lady on TikTok, um, she posted a story. It was a video of her husband singing a Luke Combs song called uh, Die. I don't know nothing about country. I don't be, mm, you like it, I love it, but not really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, Luke Combs song, man, had a video of him singing it. Apparently that was their thing. You know, listening to country music to that to that artist in particular. And apparently, you know, about 10 days before Christmas last year, you know, he passed away. And I said positive vibes only. That's not good news. You know, sad that the man passed away. But she made a TikTok and said, hey, TikTok, do your thing. You know, I would love for, you know, Luke Combs is coming to Atlanta on uh, July 31st or July 30th. And I would love for him to sing that song. And, you know, TikTok people just tagging him, tagging him, tagging him, tagging him, tagging him. That's how we yeah. do that. And then he commented on, he said, hey, I'm so sorry for your loss. I'll be honored to sing that song for you. I'll make sure that, that it's on the list when I come to perform in Atlanta in July in his honor. And so like that was just dope, man. Yeah. That, that was that was dope to see. I should have been a little bit more prepared and I should have had the video so we could have done the screen share for those that are watching with this live. But y'all know we rookies at this. You still- <laughs> man, listen. That, I don't know. <clears throat> that, that's gonna take a little work. We'll get there. Hey, hey. Y'all, y'all y'all love us for us, right? Y'all love us for us. Keep on <laughs> flaws and all, flaws and all. But no, it's a great story. What I'll do is I'll actually be sure to share it on the What's Happening Facebook feed, and I'll share it on the Twitter account as well. So that way you can at least see the video 
uh, from TikTok through our feed. That way, I bring it to you guys. That way, I'll do that after we record. So, man. but dope story, man. What else do we have on the list? I'm in full screen right now, but I need to get back out. Um, you also had uh, the Renaissance masterpiece, uh, nine year old lady house. Uh, I, I mean, and see, this is still supposed to be positive vibes, but. To me, it was kind of messed up that it just helped to pay, you know, nursing care. It's like, dang, you know what I mean? I know it was worth a lot, but just for it to go to nursing care, I don't think she got her full just due for for having that inherited painting. You know what, though? Sometimes, man, sometimes those blessings that you need, you know, man, we, we you know, we grew up in the church. You may not come when you want to. <laughs> they always on time, right? And I'm sharing this link in the comments from the What's Happening uh, so you guys can copy and paste it. I know that the way the live videos work, you don't necessarily, you can't just touch it. But that's the story right there. A lady had this classic, like, 16th century painting. And she just had it in her house. Boy, you slurping the mess out that water right there, boy. <laughs> hey, I've been working hard. That's not nah. like the, Hey, don't that sound like the end of the Capri Sun? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I ain't gonna lie. Like, I hate these tumblers for that reason. Because it's like, <laughs> Marge, she used a straw. But, like, I'd be like, I'm not gonna be sucking a straw. No tumbler. Like, this just don't make sense. So, it'd be what it is. Um... But no, man, this lady had this uh, 16th, 16th or 17th century painting just sitting on it. Paris, you came in right on time, and I usually don't get the comments, so I'm trying to not get hey, the I was going to say what up to him, too, but I was trying to let you talk and do your thing, and then I was going to slide it in. Lady had this classic, classic, classic painting on her feet, uh, or in her house, <laughs> and um, just so happened to be 90 years old, needs some help, hand bills, nursing, and things of that nature. She 90. She 90. Turns out somebody see it and they be like, uh-oh, wait a minute. That's worth something right there. Went, got it checked out, worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. So whereas she worried about, man, how we going to do this, the family worried about how we going to do this or whatever, ain't got nothing to worry about. Like, it, it's, it's taken care of. It was done. And, I mean, to me, that was just dope to see, man. Yeah, and it was actually worth $320,000. Yeah. Cash money. That was a definitely a dope find and a dope way to, you know what I'm saying, take care of some stuff, you know what I mean, for the after effect. And you know what's funny? That Parrish popped here right when we started talking about that because Parrish, who is the host of the Entrepreneur Kickback, we will have him on What's Happening eventually to uh, to, to swap strategies and, and, and put us up on game. But one thing Parrish talked about is how you can sell stuff on eBay, stuff that you just got laying around your house that you can make money with that, you ain't doing nothing with, and somebody might be willing to pay good money for it, good money that you didn't get one way or the other. It's crazy that you popped in right at that point, bro. It's crazy <laughs> that that happened. But, hey, hey, he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there the right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, straight up, you took the words right out of my mouth. Hey, what else we got, bro? Oh, man, we got a Coast Guard that rescues seven after lightning strikes a boat 100 miles off Florida. Man, I just sent that one to you. I didn't get a chance to read that one myself, but that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, they, well, it was it was crazy, though. Uh, I looked at it one because, you know, we said, like I told you, I got some boats, so it kind of struck my interest, and my cousin loves fishing, but they were part of a fishing tournament. Um, when they both got hit by lightning 100 miles off the shoreline of Florida. 
<clears throat> and so, and they even got a video in there on it. Um, but yeah, it's, that was kind of crazy because, you know, it's just little things that you really don't think about uh, happening when you're out there fishing and doing what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? And you're out there having a good time and danger hits, but you know, you got a good, a good Navy uh, Samaritan, you know what I'm saying? Guy that, or Coast Guard, if you want, you know, but I'm pretty sure that's still part of the Navy or, or service of the Navy, you know what I mean? Out there saving lives. So, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate our vets or our active duty. Yes, absolutely, man. I mean, it's just, you know, getting struck by lightning is not something that I don't think anybody wants to experience. Yeah. And, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I mean, the fact that <clears throat> no one, nobody got injured, let alone died from that happening is just amazing, man. Good well, the news. thing was it hit, it hit their, their, their boat, you know, their vessel versus somebody. So that, that was the beauty to it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? All in all, because if somebody got hit by it, it don't sound like that was going to be the same story. Yeah. Did you see that story about the uh, the Russian journalist? Nah, I, I mean, I've seen it, but I didn't, you know what I'm saying, read up on it myself. I didn't have a chance to get on that one. So, yeah, man, it's a Russian journalist. His name is Dmitry Moratov, and if I mispronounced that, y'all forgive me. But, um, dude, he won a Nobel Peace, wow. Nobel Peace Prize, and he sold it to help uh, displaced Ukrainian children. Y'all know what's going on in Ukraine by now. He sold it for $103.5 million. And when you win uh, a Nobel Prize, you get a, um, a $500,000 cash reward. You get that too. So all in all, this man is, has given out $104 million to help displace uh, Ukrainian children from everything that's going on over there. Yeah, and that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Shout out to him because I don't know too many people that probably would have did that sitting on the other side winning that type of money. Look here, be honest. <laughs> Look here, bro. Folks ain't even trying to give up seven cents a day. Hundred and four million. Hundred and four million. I that's... mean, he and he gave up more than what he really took back. So you know what I mean? That's right. You know what I mean? It was double what he what he took back. So that's you know what I'm saying. That was dope. Yeah. And Crystal, is, not to look over that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's, I mean, I don't know what to say, but you say your aunt been struck two times. Wow. That's what I said earlier. Like, wow. Uh, and I'm assuming she's still she's still with us. I'm assuming that. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely assuming that. Yeah. So that is, I mean, that's just. One fun fact. Um uh, when you're working on, uh, when you're working with electricity, they say always uh, use your right hand when you, you know what I'm saying, holding it up in the air because electricity travels. And so that way, if it travels, it comes up through your hand versus your left hand, it'll come up to your heart. So always hold your right hand up when you're working with electricity. Just a fun fact. Oh, I, di I didn't know that at all. Like, so wait, what does that mean? Does that mean like work with the left but hold up the right? 
You no, I'm saying you you're working with your right hand. You know, I feel like I look goofy in the mug. I mean, because they can't see our hands either way. But you know what I'm saying? Like if you like if you're up on a ladder or something and you're working on something, you want your right hand to be the highest point, basically. Okay. Yeah. So if I might have said that wrong, just make sure your right hand is at the highest point. So when it travels up, it travels up your right side versus your left. That that does make sense. And then it avoids the heart, makes it got it. Yeah. Got it. And Crystal, that's awesome here. For the listeners, Crystal, who said her aunt has been struck twice, is still alive. Amazing. Amazing news to hear. Happy to hear that. And she adopted two children, which is also wonderful to hear as well. Man, what else we got? What what's the other what's the other good news that's out there? Uh let's see. I mean, you sent me Send me quite a bit. Man. This was going to be, well, the, the basketball, you know what I mean? I figured we're both basketball people, so. Yeah, I, I figured you would read that, that one for <laughs> uh, But, no, nah, it's just, it just says basically a hero basketball player saved referee life with CPR following a heart attack. Um, he said he went into firefighter mode, so I'm assuming, you know, and just looking at it, he, he was a, a firefighter. Yep. Um. And so, you know, once it happened, he just, he was able to, to see, you know what I'm saying, the, I don't want to say transition, but basically see it, you know, unfolding. And so he just, everything clicked in from his training, from being a firefighter. And yeah. took over. He has minor league, man, minor league basketball game. The ref had a heart attack mid-game. And... Man, I mean, I figured, you know, that probably hits that probably hits something special with you being a basketball coach and a referee at different, you know, at different points throughout the day. I was gonna say different points throughout your life, but you know, <laughs> you nah, know. It's, it's definitely throughout, maybe throughout the week. But I haven't did as much refereeing um, as I did early on. Like I just recently, um, maybe a month or so ago, did like fourteen games, seven games per day, back to back. That was rough. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> like, I remember that happened. I, I asked what was happening with you, and you said, I'm sore. And I'm like, <laughs> I felt like I was dying. Man. But uh, also, uh, there was there's an actual referee um, that refereed college basketball, and he almost died. It was at an Iowa game. And he almost died from, um, I believe it was a heart attack as well. And they they noticed the symptoms, and you know, basically the the school's medical Iowa's medical staff saved his life. The the students, you know what I mean. So like, and he it was crazy because he was like an alma mater of like Maryland or something, or that was like his hometown and his you know growing up favorite team. But he basically like I owe everything to Iowa. You know, there's wow. it's a, it's a couple stories I know like that. There was a situation, um, I think it was just a personal friend. I can't think who it is, but they they were born in Ohio, you know, the Ohio, Michigan, you know, rivalry. Yep. Um, but basically they became a Michigan fan because of a heart um, transplant that they had to have in Michigan and it saved their life. So, and it was actually at the University of Michigan. So. From then on, it was like, shit. <laughs> Go blue, baby. <laughs> no brainer, huh? <laughs> oh, man. 
I know you being a Michigan fan, I know that made your heart swell at that point. Oh, you know it, you know it. I mean, but I, I could say it, it, you know, if anything like that, that was life's change that happened to me. And it was, I don't care if it was Ohio State or not. It was, go Buckeyes, you know what I'm saying? All of forever at that point. Like, it, it would make a difference, you know what I'm saying? If you <laughs> save my life, sir, go whoever. <laughs> I'd be up here talking about some. Let's go Albuquerque. Let's go Albuquerque. <laughs> Listen, I was in Albuquerque. That that I was in Albuquerque, and I was here today. Be a mountain lion or whatever your your <laughs> mascot is. No, yeah, I mean it's that's that's how it is, man. For real, with somebody show you love like that, that's you got to show it back. That's just how it is. Definitely, definitely. Um, Man, I I wish I was in Phoenix. Like, this is why you my dog, cause I was looking at the same one, <laughs> Bruh. Like, hey man, if you close to Phoenix or you know what I mean, your your hoopty sitting out in Phoenix, you doing tour on Phoenix, whatever the case. If you in Phoenix, there's a Valero gas station out there that ain't raised no prices. Gas, they keeping it low for for people. They said they they don't go by money, they go by the economy. You know what's good for the people. So shout out to them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> straight up. I only I know. know, I only know for sure of one listener that we have in Arizona. Don't mean we don't have more. I just I just I know the one, and I don't know how close he is out to this gas station in particular, but. Yeah, the basic story is, y'all, is that this, you know, y'all know gas is higher than Snoop Dogg. I thought I was going to have an analogy, and I just didn't. That was the analogy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because it took me a second. I was I was like, where you going? Oh, got me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to have something else, man. You know, I it, it come off the cuff, but the cuff was at, the cuff got cut off. That's what that was right there. Hey, that was perfect. Gas is higher than Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this gas station down in uh in in Arizona is it in the Phoenix area or is it in Arizona yeah. proper? It it's is. It is in Phoenix. Yeah, basically he's just like you know what, I can't look at these people that I've been seeing every day for 10, 20 years, and charge them these high prices. I'm gonna go ahead and. Take a little off the top to help out my community. Definitely. I mean, and, and, hey, he Indian too. So, you know, hey, don't, don't be going after that gas stations acting the fool. He's looking out for everybody, yeah. for everybody. And and now I will say this. The price is five nineteen a gallon. So it Woo-hoo! might not. <laughs> Listen, it sounds great, you know what I mean? But we ain't over there looking at $6 and almost $7 a gallon. So, you know what I'm saying? $5.19 is great for those people, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. Lord have mercy, you know what I mean? I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they've been doing it. It's, it's, it's rough. Listen, when I saw $4.95 out here, I was like, the Lord is real. <laughs> real to me. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, man, I mean, I just think that I think, you know, to see to see people willing to invest in their community is great. Hey, I'm going I'm to I'm take this little slice off the top. I could easily just do what everybody else is doing. I'm going to take this little slice off the top to help you guys. And I would hope that that community recognizes that difference 
and will support him. I mean, I look at it this way. I get my gas at Costco before I go anywhere else because Costco is always going to be 30 to 50 cents cheaper than everybody else. Certainly, certainly we should be able to help out, you know, our, our local uh, people, people that live and work and, and, and pay taxes directly into our community. We should absolutely be able to do that. So, you know, kudos to the owners of that gas station. It was saying, man, it's part of the article said he, he works 4 a.m. to midnight. And then that little four hour break when he ain't there, the wife is holding it down. Like, yeah, that is man. Bro, they they go to to extreme amounts. Like I got, I got a friend here who uh, he run a, a liquor store in the gas station, and he had two liquor stores in one gas station. He had to sell one because he like I can't do it. I can't. He like I'm over here from five to noon, then I go over there. You know, what I'm saying from noon to nine. I go to sleep and I come in, you know what I mean, just to be back here at 4 a.m. to be here from 5 to noon. I'm like, shh. And he just had a newborn. I was like, man, more power to you, bro. I get, you know, wanting to be an entrepreneur and shooting for your dreams. But when they talk about dedication, there it is right there. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. But, hey, and, and you know what I'm saying? I want to touch on that, too, since it's positive vibes. Hey. Give back in the community however you can. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it, it ain't got to be with taking something off the top, you know, teaching somebody a trait, teaching somebody a, a skill. Um, that's something me and my daughter actually got to do. Uh, what was that, Saturday? You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking design just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. I got off work and we went to a, a soap making workshop and we learned to make soap. You know what I mean? So not only does she have a skill that, you know, to help save her some bread, but she can make some bread. You know what I mean? And maybe it'll trigger into some other things like, you know, the scrubs and the different things that people make, shampoos, uh, bath bombs, whatever. But it was it was a dope experience. It was fun. Hey, and it's a it's something that she can utilize, you know what I mean, for forever. So yeah. give something back, you know what I mean? Hold a seminar. If if you got a charge, you know, I ain't telling you don't make a profit, but hey, it, it, see how you can give back in the process of it. No, nah, I man, I'm just thinking I'm stuck on the making soap piece because that's that's just not something that I would even think of. <clears throat> and like that's soap is like a, a great gift to give somebody. Oh yeah, you can you can I mean, give it to anybody. You got to give it to the right person in the right situation. Be like, hey, dog, I know we just met, but I got some soap for you. You probably don't want to do that to nobody. Like, what you trying to say, bro? We just met. <laughs> well, no, nah, you know what I mean. Because in the same token, it just depends on how you met or what you on the terms you met. You know what I mean? Because right. you can make soap in all different shapes, sizes, fragrances, whatever. So. Uh, you know, if you met on a sporting tip, you know what I'm saying, give them a sports shape soap, you know what I mean? Because at the same time, you're advertising what you do. So, I mean, you can take it whichever way you want to take it. I'm, I'm telling you like this, bro, I got some 
vegan organic soap that you know what i'm saying lathers up real good when you're done using you don't even really need no lotion you know what i mean like if you took it a personal way i'm sorry my brother but <laughs> you know what i mean but nah i mean it, it is it is dope you know what i mean it it, it really it really and, and the lady that we did she actually wants to go around and do seminars like that uh, and teaching people how to do it so that's dope. I just, I, I turned the screen, I made the screen minimized so I could go see what else we got to talk about. And I see penguin shaped soap bar in the comments. And I just, my, <laughs> I just start thinking of the penguin from, um, from, a uh, Batman. And like, that would just be a hilarious piece of soap. I, it just distracted me because I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And you know, Trina, you right. Uh, colleges do offer free courses and, and skills and there's, you know what I'm saying, different um, websites out there as well. Uh, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but I know I've sent you some just grazing through Instagram that was in the link or something, Bradley, just so I could save it for myself. But there's plenty of things out there. But um, one thing I, I do want to say, you know what I'm saying, not to discredit that at all, Trina, because that's you know a great idea to, to share, but some people learn hands-on. So, you know, that having that person or that physical person you can go to and ask and say something to that's giving you feedback or information sometimes is is better. And then you, you get to meet other people, you know what I'm saying, that's from different backgrounds that's interested in what you <laughs> what you uh what you're doing. So now you got somebody to reach out to and, and throw ideas with as well if the instructor or the person who brought you into it ain't there. So I had to share this comment from Crystal because it triggered a thought in my head while we talk about giving back and, and everything. So Crystal's comment for the listener says, I had that happen, but it was Christmas time and she wanted to treat my family since I gave her directions, right? So way, way back in the day, Fred, before I met you, I used to work at a Cold Stone in Sandusky, Ohio. I remember Cold Stone, Cream. And, um, and uh, this lady came in, and she was just having a bad day. But I'm just being me. Hey, how you doing? And the other just like, I've had a really tough day, and I would just really like some ice cream. And um, I was just like, all right, like, what would you like? She's like, I don't really know. I put something together for her, helped her put it together, made it. She loved it. She was happy, right? She leaves, pays for ice cream, is happy, has a great day. Like, seven minutes later, she comes walking back in and she says to me, now we would typically get tips and we had like a jar for tips, right? And so it's not uncommon to get a tip or somebody say, hey, you put this in your pocket. You know, I want you to make sure you get this. You don't split it with nobody, right? Right. And so she just comes back in and she goes, you were so nice to me. <laughs> I, you just don't know. I've been having the toughest day. There's so much going on and I just needed somebody to be really nice to me and you did that. And I really want to show you how much I appreciate it. I'm just like, oh, thank you. Like, you know, I'm just thinking it's going to be a, a dollar, maybe two dollars than the other. And she goes, do you have a special lady in your life? And I'm like, whoa. Where are <laughs> now, this is before, uh, this is before Steph, like me and Steph right. dating at this point, right? And I'm just like, no. Like, <laughs> she goes, is there someone that you're interested in? I'm like, um, maybe. Like, I don't know where this conversation is going. <laughs> right. Bro, she has a notebook in her hand, and I don't realize it. And she goes, I write erotic poetry, 
take this and whoever you're interested in read this to her and she will be all over you this lady gave me a poem as a <laughs> for ice cream <laughs> hey but it but it you know it promoted what she did you know what i mean and, and it was thoughtful at the same time exactly exactly my <laughs> manager is in the back room like listening and laughing and then when he when she walks out he comes out he's laughing and he's like you should have just told her thanks, but I'd rather just have a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> that was rude. You you would have changed that whole whole little compliment around. The whole vibe would have just been way off, bro. But Crystal yeah. reminded me of that, and I had to get that out there. But, <laughs> but going back to what you said about you know being involved and invested in the community, so there is a program happening. Was it in Texas? Was it in California? I forget where it was. The article says unique initiative trains homeless folks to drive vans to rescue to rescue food for distribution back in the shelter. Did you get a chance to read that one? I didn't. I just I read the top of it. I said I was going to come back to it, but I felt like that one's going to be pretty lengthy for the time I had. Yeah, just it says a unique collaboration between a trio of organizations in San Diego, California. California is where it's at. Reached a milestone in providing food and employment for those who need it most. They also rescue perfectly viable food that would have otherwise ended up in the landfill while serving a creative model that could be replicated across the country. With funding from the Lucky Duck Foundation, the Salvation Army hires residents of its homeless shelter and trains them to be food rescue route drivers who then operate routes for feeding Sandusky, San Diego <laughs> to pick up tasty food before it's wasted. That to me is dope. I've shared it before here. Um, on Wednesdays, uh, I do, I'm a part of the food distribution team. We get food. Uh, this is at the church. We get yeah. food delivered from forgotten harvest. This food, this is food that is perfectly fine for the most part. Um, I mean, we're talking fresh, uh produce we're talking uh non-perishable dry goods we're talking frozen still good to go like quality meats bro we've been giving out like lamb chops like hmm. it's just so, it's in other words what bradley telling y'all is he wish he could act like he was one of them folks on some of them nights and be getting some of them good good meals <laughs> You ain't right. You ain't right one bit. I but, see it in your face. <laughs> but we get it, it's just it's this food that we that would just get wasted, that would just get thrown away. It comes from like Walmart, Target, Trader Joe's, um, Costco, all the you name it. Just like it's good food, but it's just that the store couldn't sell it, and rather than throwing it away, it goes to Forgotten Harvest, and Forgotten Harvest has different places that they go to drop off food to be distributed into the community. So, like, to hear that piece of it, that it's going beyond just giving the handout, is saying, hey, we're going to hire you to put money in your pocket, and at the same time, you're going to be bringing food into this place to feed yourself. So now that your money isn't even going towards your food, or at least not towards all of your food, right. it's helping you put you on a path to be able to do something. And then as you're able to get back on your feet, you have a job. Yes. Like it's giving you the opportunity to mobilize, to put yourself on your feet. You're here in the homeless shelter. 
we're going to get you a job to put money into your hand to help out the community and help yourself at the same time. I think that's a beautiful thing. Uh, it's, that's hands down dope because I'm pretty sure it goes deeper than that. You know what I mean? Because now you're just possibly looking at helping get people get their license so that way they can, you know what I mean, be able to be mobilized to get the food and get it back. So now, you know what I mean, you're getting people a means of being able to be mobile. So now you have a reason to be earning money of putting towards towards transportation or towards shelter of your own or what have you. But it, it definitely steps you up, you know what I'm saying, and, and being closer to getting back on that track, you know, that some people fall off of for whatever reason. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and Manny, um, are you? I don't know if you're asking if Forgotten Harvest is only in Michigan or that program in particular. That program that I'm referencing is in San Diego, California. Um, I think Forgotten Harvest is nationwide. Have you heard of Forgotten Harvest before, Fred? No, I haven't. Oh, maybe maybe Forgotten Harvest is exclusive to Michigan, but there's for sure other food rescue okay. programs across the U.S. And I would encourage people to look into it and figure out how can you get involved. You know, if you've got a restaurant, if you've got a, a store, maybe you know the owner of a local grocery store that constantly has to throw away things that would be perfectly good uh, condition for someone else. They can donate it. You know, get a tax write-off for that donation for the business, and then at the same time, um, your people that need it can be fed. Yeah, we. Uh, I don't know if I'm froze on your screen, but I'm froze on mine, bro. So I'm just letting you know in case I'm yeah. still moving there. You definitely froze on on my screen, but it's all good. I can hear you for sure. So, uh, but uh, we got what they call blessing boxes, and this lady's put them around town where you can put non-perishable items in there and people who need them can you know come get some and people who don't can drop some off but that way all day and night you know people have a way to go get something that they can eat whether they can heat it up in gas stations or they got somewhere to make it or whatever so you know yeah man i mean there's there's a lot of good programs out there you know and that's really the thing, too, man. A lot of people just need just a little bit of help, man, especially now, the way stuff is. With, I mean, I don't want to talk about how, how my grocery bill look like right now, bro. Uh, I got three kids in this house. I'm big. Like, <laughs> 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 no, nah, that just reminded me. I don't even know exactly what you said, but it just reminded me of that post uh, of you and your daughter talking and she referenced you to Pepper Pig that bro <laughs> that girl is four years old and she be baking me bro <laughs> bro this was what would happen it was um I think last week on Wednesday it was either Wednesday or Thursday I think it was Wednesday bro me and her are we're we're in my bed we're laying down and she just starts beating me up and I'm just like I put it on Facebook so some of y'all may have already seen this mm -hmm. uh but you know, she's beating me up, right? And I'm just like, why are you beating me up? I thought you loved me. And anytime she beats me up, I always pull that card. And she goes, I do love you. Stop saying that. And I was like, well, I'm just a poor little tiny daddy. And she goes, <laughs> you're not tiny. <laughs> but you are poor. And I was just like. I've seen it. <laughs> Duh. It'd be your own four-year-old, bro. Like, hey, they crazy. be the best. Hey, she be. She, I can't wait for her to, man. I'm going to have to be, she's going to be roasting her her big brothers, and I'm going to have to, like, 
you know, reprimand her in public and just go into my room and just die laughing with my face. <laughs> up I don't encourage that bad behavior, man. Man, what else we got? We have some other good stories. Um, you you want to just touch that? Uh, last week marked fifty years of the Title Nine being law. Uh, yes, that couldn't be discriminated sir. against in education. Yes, sir. So it was an extension of the the Civil Rights Bill, uh, essentially. But what happened was it was that, and, and it's so it's so commonly referred uh, because it paved the way for women in sports. But it was actually about education. It was about women being able to get an equal quality and fair education. Um, you know, the civil rights law had been passed and it was regarding to, you know, race. It was regarding to age, um, but it was not, it was not respective of gender. So like, um, like women were still getting disrespected even after the uh, initial civil rights uh, act was in place in 1964. And it wasn't until Title IX in 1972 where, you know, that was updated and that became, you know, it, it paved the way for women in, in, in education and then that paved the way uh, for women in sports. And now we have professional women's leagues um, everywhere. I was listening to this podcast talking about it and Billie Jean King, you know, I, I knew I'd heard that name, but I didn't know anything about her at all. And I guess she was not. I guess she was, um, you know, a, a pretty great, you know, tennis player. And there was a guy, I forget the guy's name, but basically he was like being an outward, like male chauvinist type person, like. Mm -hmm. And then he kept like publicly challenging her, and finally she just said, "Yeah, I, I'll do it. I'll go ahead and play you," and she beat him. Mm. And he was, but like his whole thought was like, no woman could ever beat me at anything. Right, like, right, I'm a man. Right. A, the man is supreme. The man is superior. Blah blah blah. And then he got smoked. He he was talking that talk. And he had to walk that walk. Hey, I'm glad she smoked his ass too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, it's actually a, um, a, a lady. I don't even know her name, but she makes, I want to say, Facebook reels and possibly TikToks. And she played basketball, and bruh, she be killing shit. I'm talking smoking, and you see just the same thing. Like she'll put the captions, the the uh, closed captions up, where dudes be like, "I mean, you good, but you you ain't finna get buckets on me." And they'll switch up, and she a dog. I be like, Lord, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I can't I can't think of her name either. There's two. Um, it started with like an A or something, I think. A, a yeah. Or something, or I don't know, but she'd be balling. Matter of fact, she, I might be able to find She be smoking them dudes. They be talking And look, they be, they be, the teammates be getting mad, like, bro, you got to pay D on her. Like, yeah. <laughs> what you want me to do? Like, <laughs> like, ain't, oh, matter of fact, hold on. Anjanae Williams. Hey, go check out Anjanae Williams. This one right here that I like. She, uh, are you, she, are you, she, she in a skirt. Now, are you showing your video when we your screen is still frozen? Uh, I mean, I'm showing my video. No, I'm not showing my video. I'm looking at it on my phone. Like, just I found the name real quick, but I just wanted to shout out the name so people go check it out. Oh, uh, you said let's check it out, and I'm like, how, sir? Oh, no, 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 no. But yeah, Paris, I'm telling you, uh, she's in a skirt. And I think one time, um, some dude, some youngster, mama was there. 
And, bruh, I'm telling you right now, she was talking cash to the mama. Mama, you know, that's my baby. Well, out here playing grown-up ball now. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> and, Manny, I don't know where I went. I didn't stop my camera a couple times. I didn't try to do it. But, I mean, y'all can hear me. It's just, I don't know. Hey, bro, you pulled a John Cena. We cannot see you right now, bro, at all. Uh, See, I'm gonna try to get it. It's all good. It's all good. It's a podcast. Oh, there he is. There he is. I guess I had to turn the whole camera off with the stop cam button, but hey, I'm back. Hey, we back. Hey, technical difficulties, but y'all still rocking with us, and we appreciate y'all. Man, the other other story that we had, that at least that we found, man, there's a this is this gentleman is out in was it Norway, Scotland? I'm sorry, he's out in Scotland. Man's name is David <sighs> Flucker with an L. There's an L in there. I did not cuss. Um, <laughs> he is 100 years old, triple digits, not a roundup. He recently had his birthday. He's 100 years old, and he volunteers at what's essentially their version of like a Goodwill or a Salvation Army or something to that degree. It's a hospital hospice shop yeah um and he um he rides the bus to get there it's it's he has to take two buses and he has to walk 20 minutes the total trip takes him about uh two hours between his walk and his bus trips and he does two hours there two hours back at a hundred years old just to give up his time just to give up his time for service that's mad dope, but that's what that's what's keeping him going. He's staying active. You know what I mean? He won't he won't stop. That's good. <laughs> Maddie said it's all like I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's it's true. He he sent he sent it to me, but it's for it's for sure. I mean, but that's usually how it go though. Um generally as soon as you retire, most people stop working, stop being active, mm-hmm. and you, and you start dying. You know, when you retire, find something to do. Spend your time for four hours a day, a couple hours a day. Generally, the check don't mean nothing. It's, it's more about your health and, and, and keep going, you know what I mean? Keep yourself pushing. So that's that's definitely, you know, pretty dope. A hundred years old. I just want to be able to still move and kick it at a hundred. I ain't got to really, you know what I'm saying, remember a whole lot, but let me just still be able to wiggle and jiggle, you know what I mean? You see that comment? <laughs> that means there's a mother flucker. <laughs> Man, hey. <laughs> For sure. Hey. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're, not. You're not wrong, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, y'all know, um, obviously, this past week, especially if you live here in the States, it's been crazy. It's been rough. A lot of less than happy news. And, um, yeah, what we want to do is we want to go against the grain. Everybody's talking about the other stuff that's going on. We talked about the stuff that's going on a couple months ago already, so it didn't really make a whole lot of sense to try to rehash that. And, you know, what we wanted to show y'all today is that, you know, sometimes it's not as evident. Sometimes you got to go looking for the good. But there's always some positive and, you know, try not to, you know, 
we can be focused on the things that are not great in this world right now. Um, and, and definitely those conversations, you know, should continue, right? We need to be having productive conversations about how to fix all of the issues that we have, but don't let those issues consume you. Stay, you know, find the positive, even if you got to search hard and you got to find them fuckers out there. <laughs> search hard and, and, and find something to stay positive and, you know, keep your head up. For sure. I ain't going to lie to you, bro. I, I like this this little episode. I, I ain't know what to think about it at first, you know what I mean? I ain't going to lie to you. I was like, it's going to be right. you know, probably a 30-minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I like this, you know what I'm saying? I, I like this style. It's another different style. I yeah. think uh, next time we do something similar to this, maybe we should find top 10 things of what's happening outside the U.S., you know what I mean? I said something to you once before. We always know what's going on around here, but sometimes we need to know what's going on out there. So let's make that a plan to do in the in a future date, something like this, you know what I mean? But what's happening outside the U.S.? So. I like that. I like that idea. We will absolutely get into that. Well, listen, y'all, we got a dope <clears throat> episode coming for you next week. Um, if you plan to rock with us live, that episode will come on Sunday. The time is TBD. Me and Fred got to figure that out. Uh, but we're going to come to you live next week on Sunday instead of Monday if you want to join us live. If you don't want to join us live and you just want to listen to the podcast or if you want to listen to the podcast anyway, we appreciate that too. Uh, <laughs> but um, it'll always drop Wednesdays at 6 a.m. On, on the podcast feed. What's happening? W-H-U-S. H-A-T-T-N-I-N. If you like what we do, leave us a five-star rating and a review on Spotify or podcast um, or Apple Podcasts. I'm sorry. You can follow What's Happening on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. You can follow myself at BradRobinson86 or 1986 on Twitter. It changes a bit on the account. It'll be in the link for the show notes. Um, <coughs> You can follow Fred on Instagram at Mr. Humble underscore beginnings. Don't you got a second Instagram? What are we doing? What are we nah, doing? I deleted that. I didn't know what I was doing at first. I figured it out. <laughs> I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> I didn't just click to my head right now. <laughs> Y'all can follow us. We got a dope, dope episode for you next Sunday. The time is TPD, but it'll be sometime Sunday evening. Um, might be a little earlier than what we typically do. Might be. Ain't no promises on that one. Ain't no promises on that one. But it might be. But if you can make it to us live next week, definitely encourage you. It's going to be fun. We're going to have some guests on that episode as well. And that is all I got. What else you got, bro? I ain't got nothing. You know what I mean? Love is a verb. Love is a verb. Love on somebody. You know what I'm saying? Tomorrow, not promise. Out there and share something, give back. Peace. Peace. You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking designed just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC.